0: Welcome to the Spirit School of Ministry podcast, where we discuss discipleship in everyday life. Hey there, and welcome to Spirit School of Ministry. Our podcast today is Jesus Monday. Now you're trying to figure out what that's all about. We'll get there. I'm Pastor Bob, this is Pastor Liz, and this is Pastor David. Just Liz. Just Oh, this is just Liz, I forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, like
1: someday. Like just Jesus.
2: Like just Jesus, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Little P pastor Little P shepherd. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> anyway, welcome today. And you know what? We're gonna just talk about Jesus. Mm, now there's a now there's a thing. Yeah. I mean, you have all of Christianity talking about everything, mm-hmm. and yeah. they forgot
2: Jesus. Mm. What about How, portals and seals and we can angel stuff? Are we talking about Fire what kind tunnels? of seals are we talking about? Not oh, the f- ones. Elephant seals. Oh. Harbor.
1: Harbor, Harbor, Harbor seals. seals. <laughs> <laughs> My
0: favorite. Well, it's apparent. There's a spirit of joy amongst us today yeah. that's hard to shake. <laughs> These don't come out easily. They oh, come out with, my gosh. with fasting. By the
1: finger mm-hmm. of God. <laughs> well, when you're fasting
0: a lot, you know, yeah. if you show it wrong, you're just like, you, you're miserable, right? And it's like yeah. Jesus, like, how come you fast like that? And you're yeah. miserable, right? That's mm-hmm. a Jesus thing. Yeah. But I have questions for you, great scholars, mm. beloved of the Lord. Who is Jesus to you, Pastor David? uh
2: yeah that's an awesome question because jesus is really the only reason why i live so you know maybe that's too extreme it's pretty vague saying it's really extreme but paul said the same thing he said for me to live is christ to die is gain Um, so he's living for christ and if he dies he just gets more christ so nobody can really take anything away from him Um, but you know in my life jesus has been the one that's that's been there when nobody else has and so i've gone through a lot of times like with loneliness or just feeling like I don't belong or I'm, you know, some sort of a a weirdo, which is very true. Um, (laughs) And so, but, you know, (laughs) Jesus never turned his back on me. And, um, you know, if there's a lot of things that we can live for that that we can pursue in ministry or like accomplishments, but, um, you know, doing it without Jesus is just completely empty. Um, And doing it, trying to approach God without a vision of Jesus is pointless. Right. And so Jesus is who makes God accessible to me. I don't really, if I try to overthink things or I try to figure out who God is apart from Jesus, I, I don't really connect with God. Um, God seems very distant or cold or like he doesn't care or like he's just, I could never attain him. I could never I could never make contact with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you realize that he's come to us in Jesus, a man who's gone through the same things that we have while still remaining God, it, it <laughs> you're like, okay, I could actually talk to him. Um, you know, he's the person that listens when nobody else will, the person that can take on your pain, the person who, um, shame from you, the person who's always with you. Um, so I, I could go on and on and on about who he is to me and, you know, I hope, hope we will. But, um, yeah. if I boiled it down to, I'm just trying to think if I could boil it down, but, um, I have a question. Should I, you
0: boil it down? Well, I mean, <laughs>
2: for the sake of, clarity for For clarity (laughs) and a a a podcast we're gonna boil jesus down for I think (laughs) people on a podcast you should be able to horrible visual i mean you should you should be able to gush and just be like hey this is you know who he is yes
0: we we should leave liz out of this conversation she should just sit there you should i'll just sit here and and laugh and make jokes in my mind uh, and you know people listeners, they're like what's wrong with those people right (laughs) Mm -hmm. but the reality is what's right with them because they're you know so People don't know this, Liz. I'll talk to you, but it's about Pastor David. Like Pastor David's fairly unique in that his love for the word and for like theology Mm -hmm. and for just intense things. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't know this about him, but he'll sit here and like spout off almost the entire Bible, and the rest of us will sit here going, "Wow, how can somebody remember all that?" So he's got that. But here he is speaking about his God, Mm -hmm. Jesus. you know, the lover of his soul. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, you see this personal side come out, and it's right. serious. It's serious. There's a, and it's joyful all at the same mm-hmm. time. It's like, so here's Pastor David, theologian, bubbling up about Jesus. That's what right. I love about Pastor David. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
1: I do know. What you're now saying. we're having a
0: conversation with
1: that. We'll just, we'll just pretend that he's not <laughs> he's here. He's not here. For we'll just talk, yeah. talk about no, him. Not, yeah. I'll pretend like
2: I'm not here too. <laughs> With the Lord,
1: with Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) but
0: I just totally love that about people when they get past the what they're supposed to put on like Mm -hmm. an airs about. Because like when someone asks you, "Well, tell me about Jesus." Well, let me tell you, Mm -hmm. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. It's like, but who is He to you,
1: right, Mm -hmm. Liz? Who's Mm -hmm.
0: Jesus to you?
1: Jesus to me, He's my oldest friend. Mm -hmm. Actually, they're he's my first friend. I don't remember. I, when I think back, um, I don't remember a time not knowing him. And, um, every friend that I've had since then, they've all came after him.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: He's my home. He's my brother. He's like as much a part of my life as I am. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It doesn't
0: sound too weird. Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you're saying. The other day I was thinking about that with the Lord, and I'm like, well, I'm really nothing without you, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. and not just because I can't attain things or achieve things, you know, with our own abilities, because everybody's able to do that. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I, like I said, what we're talking about today is about him, the Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. of God, Jesus, Mm -hmm. and how um, tangible he is to us. Yeah. And I I want to be able to express that through this podcast, even with fun and you know it doesn't, you know I mean Liz is about to go off the deep end and weep before God because this mm-hmm. is it matters, yeah. it should matter, mm-hmm. you know it should Aww. matter. He, not it, he should matter to us. Yeah. He and because uh, he is, if when we really boil it all down, if you're a Christian, you actually believe and are you know walk with him, yeah. then you realize. In the end, it comes to him. Yeah. It began and it comes to him. Yeah. It's God's
2: plan to unite yeah. all things in him. Yeah. Oh, you went theological mm-hmm. on us. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. But it's true. I mean, you can, but it's very simple. It the, is. Like the more deep you are and the more complex you are, you're like, wait, this is about the Son of God.
1: Well, and that's He's the, the thing, and this. that's what I appreciate about <laughs> even about like your deepest theological tea, mm-hmm. it all points to Christ, right? It mm-hmm. all reveals him. Right, it's nothing aside, apart
2: from him. No, no,
0: yeah. And the thing is, how do people let that revelation, re, that revelation of Christ, how do they let that actually turn into a tangible relationship with Him here now? Like, how does that work? Like, how do you approach Jesus and Him become hmm. that tangible to you? Now, I know that's a work in progress, mm-hmm. right? I'm answering some of my own questions. <laughs> <You know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I realize it's a work in progress, but how do you do that? How does that uh, understanding revelation
2: turn into a reality of relationship? Mm-hmm. Well, I have something that the Lord uh, helped me with. And the reason I love the word is because it connects you to the person of the word. You can meet the Lord there every single day. I meet Jesus every day there. Um, and one thing he showed me, there's a few instances in the Gospels where it says he took someone by the hand and it's always this very powerful thing there's a little girl who is dead and he, he took her by the hand and said mm-hmm. little girl rise okay now eat something right so and there's people that he you know there was a blind man he took him by the hand and he led him away from everyone else and he talked with him and he healed him just just one on one and there's that idea of you know you see something in the scriptures about him and the holy spirit lets you see it in movie form like it lets he lets mm-hmm. you see the person of Jesus <laughs> and you realize that that's God. Mm-hmm. And God's like, Hey, you know, David here, grab your hand. Like, let's go, let's go somewhere. Like I love you. Mm-hmm. And you go, Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm going to connect with him. I'm going to go with him. I'm, I actually also want to treat other people like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be standing apart from other people when Jesus would approach someone who is an outcast or who is a little kid or and just be like, Hey, come here. Like, you know, I want to include you. I love you so much. And it just when you see a uh, revelation like that, mm-hmm. you know, you're welcome. Yeah. So that's how I would yeah. say it. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I think first and foremost just understanding that he will teach you how to be in relationship with him. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's so willing to instruct you and walk you through it. Like you said, take your hand and walk you through it. And, um, The word, you know, obviously the word, like you were saying, that's a way that you get to know him. For me in my life, it was like this. I feel like the beginning part of my life was really getting to know Jesus himself and loving him and being so um, just captivated by him that my entire life was to be about him. Mm. But I felt like there was like, for me anyway, there was a disconnect between the person of Jesus and the church, (laughs) the church of Jesus. And it was kind of like... um, Jesus, I love you and you love these people. So I will, I'll tolerate them. You know, like when you have like, when you're really good friends with someone and they have this other annoying friend and you're like, (laughs) you're like, I don't really, I wouldn't choose to be around that person. But since you love them, I'll be, I'll be with them and I'll I'll tolerate them. (laughs) And so that was for a while. That was my dynamic with my relationship with Jesus. But then like, okay, Lord, the next step was like, all right, you love them. Teach me to love them too, yeah. because you do. Like, what what is it about them that you love, and why do you love them, and and how can I, you know, how can I love them too, because you do? And that's I want your heart. And so then, once he, that was a process. But then, getting to the other side of that, like now, my relationship with Jesus is so much richer. And so much more complete, and I see so much more of him, and I experience so much more of him because it includes his body and love for them, and being able to receive his love through them, and be able to see the revelation of him in their lives and in their how they encounter him and the secrets yeah. they bring that they receive from him to yeah. me. You know, so it's just it's been quite the journey. That I is a journey.
0: <laughs> you know, um, I think about when John speaks about Jesus. And how he came here, how, mm-hmm. you know, he showed up, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the word becoming flesh mm-hmm. and dwelling among us. That never ended, actually, when you yeah. really get to thinking about right. it, right? And so, you know, when him talking about when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And, and, and then when he's leaving, he's he's not really leaving. Mm-hmm. He's still yeah. present in his body, in mm-hmm. his church, yes. in, right? And so uh, he became that tangible flesh here on the earth Mm -hmm. like it had to happen that Mm way or else we would never relate to him and i i don't know about you but i think that i spend most of my time um trying to relate to him as a person and and God, you know, Mm -hmm. I know I can be irreverent at some time, just a few times, but. A reverend? uh, A reverend, yes. Oh, irreverent. Irreverent, Irreverent. reverent. I slurred it, it's my New York slurring going on there, but uh, so you wouldn't capture everything, but you know, flesh and blood did not show Ah. anyway. But the the reality is is that, um, I believe we have to see him that way. Mm -hmm. He's that way now in heaven and he's all God. Completely at the same time, but I believe he came to show us himself. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there were people that like just didn't like him when he was a kid. Yeah. Like just like they couldn't get along with him. And and yet he was there to be theirs. Mm -hmm. And so is the 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 church. Yeah, You know, when, mm-hmm. so when you were talking about the church, I was like, and we're going to do a podcast on the church. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. But it, I think it so ties into it because, um, when, you know, like John talks about in the epistles, like if, how do you love an invisible God? If you can't love the people who,
1: you yeah, can see? I never I mean, understood that scripture either. Oh. I was like. It's really easy actually. Right. <laughs> I was like I'll tell you how because he's perfect. Right. right. And they're not like right. there you go problem solved yes. like th- I'm giving you your answer John. Right. <laughs> this right. Is I think how it's I,
0: I think it's also very easy. I hate correcting you during a podcast. No, I, I correct myself. I think myself. it's very easy when you set up the religion of church. Right. Versus the, well then what the I learned was Yeah, I know you did. He's,
1: yeah, he's saying you you can't you right. can't love God because no. you won't, you will never experience the fullness of Him without learning to love right. people and receive love from people. Right. Yeah. You, you won't, you can't. Yeah. Well, you He
0: also see. makes it look like, or says, it's impossible. It is. <laughs> like, yeah. that makes it, that brings it to a hold. Di- right. You know, when you say, like, I, you can't, it's like, maybe if I try harder no, or think better, it is or impossible. Become, you know, and He's
2: like, no, that's impossible. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, it's the revelation of the unity between the head and the body exactly. and what Paul experienced on the road to Damascus where they, you know, Jesus said, you're persecuting me when he was persecuting followers of Jesus. And where Paul said, I'm filling up the sufferings of Christ right in him when he was persecuted in his ministry, it was Christ who was suffering. And so you, if you say, I love God in the secret place. Um, and yet I treat his people like dirt. Mm -hmm. You're treating God like dirt. Right. And so it just is a physical impossibility to say you love him in one one place be like, oh, yeah, I love my kids when we're in the house, but when we're outside the house – Right. Right. Or say like to a it, you know, a
1: person, <laughs> I love your head, but you know, I hate your body. It's well, really I annoying. I can't opinion. stand it. But then, but, <laughs> you could, but you don't. That means you don't oh, actually man. love that person, yeah, right? <laughs> you don't love them if you. you <laughs> right. I only love your mind, and I hate the rest <laughs> yeah. of you. Well, then <laughs> yeah. you don't love them actually for who they are. That is great. It's, it's, it's a great I thing God so gives us examples. really natural examples because it reveals yeah. how stupid we are. Yes. Yes. I have a question for you. Oh
0: no, not questions.
1: I do. Yes. Who is Jesus to you, Pastor? Who's Jesus to me,
0: mm-hmm. um, we're working our relationship out, it's very new now, you know, it's only mm-hmm. like 47 mm-hmm. 48 years yeah. long.
2: Stage.
0: Yeah, we're very, very much well, he's in the advanced stage of it, and <laughs> I'm in the really beginning stage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, um, I, I don't know, and I believe actually you're supposed to be this, but I still get wowed by him, mm-hmm. and so it's like. And I still think, man, you're kind of dumb, Bob. (laughs) You don't get, you haven't really gotten him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that part is always like amazing to me. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. And and like I said, it's not, it's just understanding. Matter of fact, um, I think in any relationship, you have to deal with the disappointment part. Mm. And I think how you, Go through the disappointment part. Not that he disappointed us, like did something against us, you know, but you have to, when we feel disappointed Mm -hmm. about something like, Mm -hmm. wow, you should have taken care of that. Like, why didn't you take care of that? Like we talked, (laughs) you know, and I believe in any real relationship when you uh, you must go through that component to really uh, get to the, uh, the essence of, what the relationship's really made of so it's tried so mm-hmm. it's proven right and mm-hmm. so it's strengthened and so i'd like to get up and go i just love jesus and he totally loves me all the time <laughs> and i just do everything that pleases him mm-hmm. and then the lie <laughs> you know <laughs> but the reality the, the reality of it is is uh, you know um working out the relationship when you know wow I disappointed you on that one, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Now I know God; He's not like condemning us that for right, that. I mean, he's right. not, you know. Oh, I'm so just. No, He probably expected more. Mm-hmm. Now I'm sure a pastor's not supposed to confess this <laughs> <laughs> because they're all perfect, right? Right. But right. the reality is, you you know that you understand it, and not to get condemned by it, and you know, distraught, and you know, go crazy in your brain, but. To realize there's a tangible reality of, wow, I did not live up to my part of the friendship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there are people yeah. in my life who I have people I'm so close to in friendship and love them in you know reality. And every once in a while I disappoint them. Mm-hmm. I know I do. And they're very kind so they won't even say it. But I disappoint them. Mm-hmm. It, seriously, right? And, and mm-hmm. then – but the um, – the glue of our relationship, the the strength of our relationship is, and by the way, it works both ways. They do that to me too. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not intentionally, sometimes maybe even intentionally. Mm -hmm. They just like, you know, maybe it's selfishness, that kind of thing. But how you uh, transverse those times, how you get through that and then come back to the fact that he is that Uh, friend that really sticks closer than a brother like Mm -hmm. that it goes beyond just your natural way of thinking so you're asking me who he is to me Mm -hmm. he's that person to me like and it's it's rough right because sometimes when you feel like you've disappointed somebody you don't feel right around them yeah you know what i'm saying like i don't know if actually i know that this is helping somebody out there because people we're humans we go through stuff Mm -hmm. and by the way, I have these spectacular times with my friend Jesus, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know. Um, but the reality is, there's times, and people who are listening to this, if they've gotten this far, <laughs> you know, they they've gone through those times. Some of them may be going through that time right now, mm-hmm. and to understand that He's still there,
1: right?
0: Like, no matter how you feel, yeah. no matter how disappointing you think you are, Mm -hmm. he's still there. And that is like, that's that friend thing, right? Mm -hmm. And I believe that's who he's trying to make us Mm -hmm. into those kinds of friends, that kind of Mm -hmm. relationship. It goes beyond a family relationship, actually. Mm -hmm. It goes into this level of friendship that God talked about when he was here that is um, so intense that even when you, even when I'm like, oh, David, oh, you know, how will you, oh. But it doesn't matter because we're friends. And I, you know, I care for you, I love you, and for you to know that back. And that's yeah. the part that I believe in my relationship with the Lord that he's working on even more. Now, I think some people listening to this will think, "Why well, you should have worked that out in year one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes I think. Well,
1: that. <laughs> I'm sure you did at some level. Oh, absolutely. Right? But there's absolutely that doesn't just stop. You don't. Well, that's the problem,
0: right? Right. So right. when you think your relationship with Jesus is all established and done, mm-hmm. now I understand the relationship of bringing you into the family God, and I get right. all that part. Right. But your friendship with Him, if you think I've attained, right. you know, it's me and Jesus, whatever. Whatever I do is what Jesus says, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and you are not able to be taught of him anymore. And even more important, you're not able to be in relationship with him anymore, the tangible real relationship, Mm -hmm. because there's things that are going to happen in your life that is going to require you to have him as a friend that sticks to you, that does not move. And you, and you will, he knows it, but you will have to convince yourself and know it. And that's a real thing. And like I said, I believe there's someone listening to this and they need to hear that because Mm -hmm. they're in that place where they felt um, kind of estranged from him, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I also, and when we talk about the body of Christ, I believe this is a component of body of Christ that's so necessary. That's not, um, uh, it's not in its fullness by far right
1: now. Yeah.
0: Did I answer your question, Liz?
1: <laughs> yes, I think oh. so.
0: Oh, good. You have more questions for David
2: or me or what? <laughs> I don't have any more questions. No, I'm just uh, no, I, Wait, have, I thought we but, agreed. Uh, that I have we more, would uh, always have a question. <laughs> I have a lot more, uh, but yeah, I'm just thinking about that because um, there's always such a paradox with Jesus. Uh, he's um, he combines things that you would never combine anywhere else, like a lion and a lamb. Mm-hmm. Um, and like on the cross, vengeance and mercy, same place, mm-hmm. um, meekness and you know truth at the same time. Um, and it's one thing that he combines is he's a judge as well as our friend. And so we, you, you're keeping that in the relationship that Jesus is the one that you are living before. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to mm-hmm. give an account to him. He's going to reward your actions. He has eyes like a flame of fire. Right. Uh, there was a great evangelist, George Whitfield who kicked off the Great Awakening. And on his tombstone, it says, here lies George Whitfield." Who he was will be known on the great day, hmm. and he had a a real fear, like a godly fear, of mm-hmm. I'm, you know, like Paul said, I, I judge myself. I don't, I don't think there's anything um, that the Lord has against me, but even that doesn't let me off the hook because He's the one that's going to judge at the coming, um, and so there is a reverence for the Lord. Now you and I, Pastor Bob can think of several things against us. Like I can think of many things. I'm not mm-hmm. like Paul or George Whitfield, where I'm like, hey, you know, I think I'm like doing the best I can here and I don't know anything against myself. I know mm-hmm. several things that the Lord's working on within me. Um, and so there there will be a sense of I'm not doing everything that I could be doing for him. Um, even if I did, I would just be a workman. I, I would just have done what I was told mm-hmm. to do, right? like it says in the word. However, right, here's the paradox. Like you, it's this really high standard. The Lord wants to reward that there's going to be loss and regret for the things that we don't do for him. And yet, the ones that he's most disappointed in, quote unquote, like think of Peter um, on the night of the Last Supper, that Jesus came to Peter and he said, I know you're going to deny me. I know you're going to sell me out in front of everyone. The one I've revealed the most to, you're going to sell me out. You're going to lie to a little servant girl rather than claim me. But I prayed for you. Mm-hmm and Satan wants to sift you but I prayed for you and when you return you're going to strengthen my brothers and also I'm about to die for you right and so this is this is his total commitment to us even when we're disappointing him and I've been through seasons even even sort of recently where I lost connection in the emotional sense with Jesus but he didn't leave me mm-hmm. and he brought me back he prayed for me the devil wanted to sift me like wheat it's happened several times in my life in my walk with Jesus I was sifted, but the Lord prayed for me Hmm. and he reacquainted with me and he said, now feed my sheep again. Mm -hmm. So you can never lose that paradox of like, yeah, there's a high standard. I better realize he's worthy of everything. But if I mess it up, he he remains faithful. Yeah. Even if I don't feel like he will, there's going to come a day that it's like, oh, he was here. He was here the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. He's got me. Well, only men go through that. Women don't, right? (laughs) No. No. Not at all. We just (laughs) (laughs) moving on. (laughs) They just drive the spike through the serpent's head. Mm -hmm. They do all the time.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. We Mm -hmm. never have any doubts about our relationship with Jesus (laughs) and being faithful to Him and all of those good things. Mm -hmm. But I love in the you know the word where it says even if we are not faithful, Mm -hmm. He is faithful because He can't deny Himself. It's who He is and. It's always so hard. Like, um, just the feeling like I will never be able to be, as, <laughs> I'm never as faithful as he is, but it's okay. Like, that's actually why he died. Yes. Right? <laughs> that's the whole, yes. that's kind of the whole purpose, <laughs> the whole point there. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful thing.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. It is a beautiful thing. It actually. is. It is. Yeah. You know, um, the deal is with Jesus and his friendship. Is that it's where he meets you I, when you were speaking about Peter? Um, it reminded me. I, matter of fact, I had this discussion just the other day, fellowshiping with someone that was staying with us, and I said, you know, that discourse that Jesus has with Peter. You know, I love you. Do you love me? You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And and the reality there is that Jesus is this full agape love, going, Do you love me? Like mm-hmm. uh, like the and, and Peter's like. Like, I like you a lot. <laughs> 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 By the way, that like right. is not bad. Right. It's not, matter of yeah, fact, it's, I
1: have a lot of affection it's for you. Brotherly right? love. Yeah. It's
0: intense, right? Mm-hmm. It's God wants us to have that. Like, it's not like it's bad. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus is like, No, like, are we like in it? Like, we're a agape, right? <laughs> like, we're, you know, I'm going to die for you. And, you know, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Peter's like, Yeah, I like you a lot, like a whole lot, actually. <laughs> you know, actually, like, we're in it, right? Mm-hmm and then i it always struck me cuz jesus then comes to his place mm-hmm. you know and that's a thing with a friend mm-hmm. and that's how i think jesus is actually with me is that he comes to where i'm at because he knows at times that i just I mean, there's times I've reached God in like heavenly places and I'm like, whoa, what are we doing here? Like this, like, whoa, like right. I, I want to go tell people I know they won't believe it, you know, all that stuff. You know, we all go there at right. times if you know Jesus a little bit even. Mm-hmm. But those times when he says, you know, he, with Peter, he had to come down his place mm-hmm. and, you know, Peter, do you like me?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you just, do you? And Peter's like, you know. You know, God, I like you. And I can't say enough how much he's that part of that friendship yeah. has so ministered to me. Mm-hmm. Like, just like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, we're good, <laughs> you know. And he sees all your stuff, yep. your greatness and your failures, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, your faith, spectacular faith, and believing. And your unbelief, mm-hmm. you're, you're like, Can I yeah. believe God? <laughs> all of, he, he gets all of that, you know? And I think in a friendship, even in natural friendships, we're trying to um, cover the things with our friend that we really, the, the sides we don't want him to really see. <laughs> and meanwhile, good friends like, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. That's who I am. And by the way, I'm also, I have this greatness too, mm-hmm. because like, yeah, I do. I have walked in heavenly places with him, like crazy places that I, I it's even hard to just speak about because nobody will. Nobody would believe you. They'd right. Be like, yeah, sure. That's why you have all those thorns in your flesh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to keep you yeah. grounded. <laughs> <laughs> the thorns are to nail you to the ground. Absolutely. Yes. He wouldn't want you turning into like a Nebuchadnezzar.
2: <laughs> you yeah. know, God oh, would I'm never so do that to you. God would never do that
0: to you. No, never, mm-hmm. never. <laughs> and uh, But there's a reality <laughs> there about that friendship. Yeah, and I keep the word keeps coming. I've used it a few times. This tangibility—it's the real component of how you walk with him mm-hmm. and how he he walks with us, like how yes. he reaches to us mm-hmm. when uh, we don't feel like we can be reached. By the way, he reaches to us even when we're we're in spectacular places. Mm-hmm. And now I have a real hard question for Liz. <laughs> mm.
1: Okay.
0: How do you receive him when he reaches to you and you're in this like great place with him? What's your response?
1: Um, I
0: I'm that's not, a hard question, yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah
1: I'm not, I, w-
0: this is the last time you ask me to come up
1: with <laughs> <laughs> how do I receive him when I'm in a great place?
0: Yeah, like when him? you're just you know, like you're hearing his voice and you're moving in the spirit, and walking in the spirit, and how are you with him at that point in
1: time? Yeah. Uh, That, like everything else has changed for me. Yeah. And, um, in my most like recent times with him, um, just in great moments and like where I know I've been obedient and he's used me and it's been like, Lord, um, that's all wonderful. But like, would you hide me in you? Hmm. Like I, that's, that's where it's at with me and him right now is like all of the, things all of the accolades or Mm -hmm. whatever it is even like knowing like for me like the greatest joy is knowing that i've been obedient to him Mm -hmm. i really (laughs) most time don't care if any you know what other people think about that but it's like me knowing that but even in that like i don't i don't want that to become a place of pride i want it to be a place of hiddenness and i want to be um so mindful of him in that, but I don't know if it's making any sense. What it's I'm saying to sense. you is mm-hmm. just that I don't want that. I don't want any form of success to take to to cause me to forget him, right? To leave him behind. I want it to take me deeper inside of him, where I'm lost in him and don't lose sight of him in any way.
0: So I, I'm gonna, you know, this is painful now, but yeah. is that false humility?
1: No. Good I'm glad it isn't no I'd like to know not. because
0: a lot of times people will hear something like that and they'll be like you know what is that oh, right you know right so like, yeah she's saying and like it's, it's like you know
1: no it, it's actual it's real humility because yeah. I have to put my pride aside yeah. and yeah. where it's like I, it's not about it's not about me and it's taken me a while to get to this you know because like you just you grow yeah and you um you break mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: It takes it takes you. It's taken you a while to get there. I was yeah. I was thinking, man, it takes me every day to get there. Like every day, it's like, oh, here we go, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, I just I think that the Lord loves us through getting over ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and and just that, and I shared this, you know, I, um, this weekend, but it's just been about like. Um, I'm so purpose-driven and so goal-oriented and accomplishment-driven, even great things, you know, it's like doing things for the Lord and, again, being obedient, but it's like getting past even all of that mm-hmm. of, like, I just want to know you. I just, like, everything else is lost to me. And in the, you know, it used to be, like, hit these, you know, the low moments, it was like, I need you, I need you, I need you. Right. Great moments, like, all right, I got this. <laughs> I'm being honest, I you know, you, like I'm, you. I'm on the top of the mountain right, right. now. It feels good and it's wind uh-huh. and it's vision and, uh-huh. and all of this. And then, um, in some sense, like I got it from here. Yeah. You know, it, I don't know if it's too, too no, real, but it, it, it's,
0: it's not, it's not too real. So it's after like
1: a reality. lot of like mm-hmm. breaking <laughs> and Grumbling. pressing and all of that, I don't, it, it's very different for me.
0: So, Pastor David. Yes, Pastor Bob. Great theologian. Mm -hmm. Like, let them that glory, glory in the Lord. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> um, I have, he's well, a I'm, true theologian i'm trying to i
2: have a sense of, i mean i could give you an answer of what it means i'm just trying to well how does that I'm mean in to relationship like, to what you hear yeah i'm trying Liv to be more saying. like vulnerable and not just it's like rough, you must it? find all your glory in yes the kingdom and the yeah. age to come yeah. and it's like yeah. i think um you know boasting in the cross is um you know you have a glory that um you know it's i don't know yeah it got too Um, real (laughs) the only time I've had to like you know glory in the cross is when you're really everything is against you and you're the only one standing for something you're the only one that's standing for um, maybe the gospel in a dark place or there's like Um, you know, opposition coming. And, you know, Paul said that in the context of um, the Galatian church turning away from him and thinking Mm -hmm. he was a false teacher and Mm -hmm. saying, no, there's, you know, let's add works to the gospel and all this. And he's like, I only glory in what Jesus has done. Right. I don't glory in my accomplishments. I don't glory in being better than these other Mm -hmm. teachers. That means Mm -hmm. I don't brag about it. What I brag about is Jesus. Mm -hmm. I glory in Jesus. And, um." you'll be tested the lord will bring you to that point if you're if you're a minister of Mm -hmm. him that um you know you're going to say right now i'm not going to know anything but christ and him crucified Mm -hmm. i'm going to stand on that alone that's what's not going to shake it might be you know i might lose certain you know i don't know you could lose anything in ministry you could lose anything in Mm -hmm. the world the way you know anything could be taken from you because um you're crucified with christ but you're going to say like this is about the lord this is about jesus I, I don't belong to myself. I'm not here to talk about myself and I'm not here to talk about um, my accomplishments. I'm not here to talk about you know even how to fix you. I'm here to talk about Jesus yeah. because he yeah. is everything. He's the one right. that I care about. I'm uh, like take you know there's a big difference if I have to present something that I wrote um, to someone like a little like a PowerPoint presentation versus uh, something about Jesus or something yeah. in the Bible mm-hmm. because I, I'm just going to brag about Jesus. It's completely not about me. I'm not on the the judgment seat there. Mm-hmm. It's completely him being being put forward. And one thing that the Lord challenged me with was um, he's like, every time you get a microphone, you need to speak about Jesus Yeah, and the, the gospel. You cannot like preach even a message, even if it's a teaching or a subject. It's got to connect to the Lord. You have to glory in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you cannot make it about anything else. So, and the challenge is making my life about only him mm-hmm. and glorying in him because i want to add so many things mm-hmm. yeah okay like my life is supposed to be about jesus about knowing him and only taking glory in the fact that i'm a saved sinner who's been made a saint like that that should be the only thing that really matters to me but so many other things come in and the lord's jealous over that the lord's like okay is it about me like yeah is it about me because for him it was all about us like he would give anything for us his spirit I was going to say this to you earlier, Pastor Bob, I'll just like, I'll speak it to you that he's the spirit in him yearns jealously over the spirit that's in you. Hmm. He's jealous and he yearns for everything that's in you and you yearn for him in that same way. And he wants you to bring that forth to a new level. So I think he's, you know, he's saying the exact same thing to me. Hmm. Um, And so like in our lives, we want to add so many things that compete with his glory. Hmm. And he's like, and Paul's like, you know what I brag about is, the fact that my God was crucified. It's the weirdest thing you could ever brag about. Sorry, I'm like <laughs> preaching a message right now, but you, you, know, okay. you started. <laughs> it. uh, but it's the weirdest thing you could ever brag about. Hey, it's like, uh-huh. you know, most people brag about, oh, you know, I'm the chairman of a uh, Fortune 500. Right. <laughs> right, right. I know all these amazing athletes or, you know, oh, I have this, this going for me and, Oh, you know, I was just ordained as a apostle or whatever, whatever it is. Like you could brag about all that stuff. Oh, I have two kids. I brag about that. Oh, look at my wife. She's amazing. You could brag about all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But Paul's like, you know what I want to brag to you about is I have a God who died. Mm hmm. That doesn't seem like something you should brag about. Like most people's gods didn't die. You know, like They're well, lords mostly, of things. Most of their like, gods weren't alive no. to begin with. <laughs> like, but he's bragging that he's like, my God. Yeah, true. He's yeah. like, my God is so glorious that he has humility. Yeah. And he gave his life.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And if he didn't do that, I would be going to hell. I would be nothing. Right. I would have no hope. So I boast in the fact that my God is crucified.
1: And he boasted yeah. in his weaknesses mm-hmm. also, which is another thing no one wants to boast about their no. weaknesses. It's like, I'm the most incapable person <laughs> you will ever meet. Because yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're afraid to be yeah. in a group and they go, we knew that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I was just talking with um, Pastor Mia, Pastor Mia Simpson, who's like amazing woman, doing amazing yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. Um, But we were talking about how... um neither one of us are ever we're like, we, if it was just up to us, we would just be like in our rooms by ourselves, like never getting in front of anybody and like how God took people that were um, really introverted (laughs) that did not want to talk to anybody that like, that's not our natural inclination and was like, here, do these things. Mm. And she's like, that's so everyone will know it's him.
2: Yeah. It's not, it's not
1: us. It's not our abilities. It's not our personality. None of that. It's only him.
2: People don't it's, believe that when you tell them that, like I tell people that all the time. I'm like, if you see me like even greeting a stranger or like shaking hands with someone that visited the church, that's a complete miracle. Yeah. I'm not like that. No, you're a popular guy. I'm like, no, that's not it. Right. <laughs> and it's the work of
1: you know. God. It's yeah, like, yeah. It, that's all. That's the only, the only thing you can attribute yeah. any of that to
2: is the grace of, is the grace of God.
0: It's, you guys are getting pretty raw right now, and I you mean, want to pull. Like, I want to, and I, it's like, that's
2: the temptation. Is it's like I want to pull back to that because it's comfortable. Of like, oh, you know, I did a enough, nice and yeah. you know, I, I serve the Lord, and now let's go back into the the den of indifference. Right. Den of let's indifference. pull back and hide in the den of indifference. Yes. Right. You wanted to throw that in no there No one somehow. will bother you in there. You yeah. know, and so, but the Lord always makes you get bothered. He'll always come in. It's like you were saying. That's his yeah. friendship. Is he's like. Hey, let's get in here, and he will always right. get in there with you. Yeah, be like, hey, we got stuff to do. You got callings. I got people I want to reach. I have people I love. Um, I got new places to take you. Um, you're not moving. Why, why aren't you moving right here? Right here. Let me get down in the yoke. Let me pick that up with you. We're we're going now. And you're like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm sleeping. You know, so yes. You, you almost fight him <laughs> off. At least I do. It's like hey, I don't want it. I don't want it. He's always ready before you're ready, and he's always bringing you. He's leading yeah. you. Um. Anyway.
1: Well, and I, yeah, and I, and it goes back to what you're saying (laughs) about Jesus and Peter, and I feel that way all the time with him. Mm -hmm. Like, do you love me more? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I. You know, I love you. You're back back at that place. Like,
0: are we having this discussion
1: again? (laughs) Yeah, because it is that. It's like the next. It's always the next place of, do you love me? That's what I feel like. Anyway, it's like every stage of my life. It's a new level of. Do you love me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feed my sheep. Care for them. Tend for them. So
0: when God presses us in that realm of friendship, Mm -hmm. pure friendship, that do you love me, that area, he's not looking necessarily for a a verbal answer, although he's looking, Mm -hmm. you know, he's asking. He And because he's then pointing to an action. Yes. He's taking it out of this kind of, you know, ethereal fuzzy yeah oh you know i love you
1: right you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. but
0: like there's going to be some action that has to follow that proves and not even proves it it is the love it's not just you know i'm proving i'm i'm proving that i love you by my act right it's like no this is not an act this should be who you are it's
1: the love itself
0: it's the love itself it's how the love manifests. yes in life Mm -hmm. and that part that part's like way beyond i I, most most of us don't really want to go there on a regular basis you know because it's it's a little painful because then you're like oh uh okay (laughs) i mean you're asking at that level Mm -hmm. and we can point to our ministries go see i love you right Mm -hmm. yeah there you go see look up look what i've done for you recently (laughs) Can't check the box everything's good (laughs) and god's like yeah that's nice that's uh, let me check your heart on that one.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you said, you know, it's like having the a friend that has some other strange friend that you don't want to be around, mm-hmm. and like so, <laughs> and possibly the father's <laughs> up in heaven, and yeah. Jesus brings, hey, I got this friend, totally,
2: yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm there, and God's, <laughs> like, let's see what happens. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see what happens when we send this guy to Bob. <laughs> Sometimes I think God's like that. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys are pretty silly in this whole podcast thing here today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just tell you right now. Mm-hmm. But there's a reality of our uh, relationship with him. Yeah. It's serious. It's wonderful. It's all of those things. And a lot of times um, we, we can subtly get into a place, like I was asking earlier, about it, when you glory, do you, you know, we glory in him, mm-hmm. where a lot of times it's God. See, God gave me this. God showed me this. Which I understand that, like we're giving him credit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it could be bragging.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just like, did God show you that? Right, or like we end right, <laughs> or we end the we end the conversation because I just said God said. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Or God showed. Mm-hmm. Right. So now I'm I'm establishing it because of His name, right. which is not bad. Right. It's not evil. But you can have this weird glorying that goes on in that yeah, place. Absolutely. When someone actually gets something from God and they share it with you, it's almost like they don't have to tell you <laughs> God told them. That you, yes. you get it because you're, uh, it's a kindred spirit. It's You were born of the same spirit, so you know you're, oh, that was God. Mm -hmm. That was completely God. Mm -hmm. And I think we spend a lot of time trying to convey our relationship with other people, maybe just all the good parts, but we try to convey that and not trust that God has to. God shows that through your relationship with them. He shows them himself Mm -hmm. by your actions Mm -hmm. way, way Yes, we're supposed to have words. <laughs> I get <laughs> that, right? I, I, we've talked yeah. about this before. Yeah. Like, oh, if you must speak, you know, right. you know, but you don't have to speak. You can just use your life. Yes, your life. Uh, y- yes, you should speak and you should be. And that's how we are. So <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Jesus's friends?
1: What do I think about them? I'm, yeah. I'm learning to love them. Yeah? I love a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say that. I do. Am I anywhere on that list? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you are. You are. The very bottom of the. <laughs> I love a lot of them. Uh, so, Are we being, how, how honest uh, are we being here? <laughs>
2: Well, what do you mean? What, what do you mean by uh,
1: "let's not lay,
0: let's not name names"? But
2: what do I mean, you mean? <laughs> you can use me. I understand that. What do you mean by his friends? Because he said his friends are the ones that actually do what he right. commanded him to right. do. Right, and them to you do. know
0: what? Every once in a while, all three of us have done what he mm-hmm. asked.
1: Yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess
0: we're his friends, sort of. You know, yeah. we may not be totally faithful friends all the time. Mm-hmm. Just like people listening to this, they may have that issue where they don't. Believe that they've been a faithful friend. Yeah. Mm. You know, and and yet you're still his friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And how do you get there and all that? So, well, so how do you like, how do you love those people?
1: How do I love them? Yeah. yeah. I, what does that look I, like? I, I, I choose to give my life to them. Mm. That's actually how I know if I love someone. It does, it really doesn't have any, some people I have a lot of affection for. Oh yeah, and that's nice when I can well, have I that. I feel so much better. Now. <laughs> I'm just I've some people I have no person. affection for, and I choose to give my life—not uh, like die, but die to myself <laughs> yeah, for them. Die, some, I mean, if, yeah, we're being on. I mean, obviously, we're not all like perfect, like Jesus. There are some people I'm very indifferent uh, to. There's some people I don't like. Yeah, but even some people I don't like, I sometimes choose to love.
0: This is For a being important honest. part. Yeah. <laughs> um hmm. that's an interesting. Yeah. So Pastor David, do you uh strive to see Jesus's friends like Jesus sees his friends?
2: Do I strive to do it? No, yeah. it's all you, easy because it's by oh, the Holy Spirit. No. <laughs> I mean, that's the, uh, that's what we would, that's what people want it to be, is like, oh, I read my Bible It's because you're a
1: pastor. When you become a pastor, you love everybody now. Everybody. Yes.
2: You get some extra juice, extra jointing. coming on you. A lot of juicing and boiling today. It's amazing. You know, there's a lot of concentration going on. But anyway, um I don't remember what you asked me. <laughs> I love it. I actually
0: stump um, Pastor David. This is no, I, don't, great. I just don't remember. What no, he said. do you see um, Jesus's
2: friends? Do you strive oh, do just, to yeah, see okay. them like He sees them? Oh, absolutely, and uh, it's the only way that you can love them. How does that um, work? Well, how do I you mean, do that? a scripture that really helped me on this is in First John five, and it says, "By this we know that we love the children of God." And so you're like, "Okay, John's going to tell us how do you know if you really love people? If you really see mm-hmm. them and treat them the way that God." Uh, god does the way that god treats them and sees them and he said by this we know that we love the children of god when we love god and keep his commandments and what that means to me is it all starts with seeking god and it starts with being in love with god and then like liz said you choose to love the people that he loves and over time love matures in you Mm -hmm. love um, is perfected in you and you begin to love not just as something you're Choosing, it becomes an automatic response. It becomes a choice that you always, that you will make time and time again to give your life, to give time, you know, to people that you might not Mm -hmm. necessarily want to give, attention to people that you might not want to give. Um, And you do it because you love the Lord and because he is doing something in you, the more that you seek him for that. So I don't know if, I mean, using the word strive, um, I would, you know, yeah, what I, mean. I you could press use it, it. You I press could it. it because yeah. you're like, you're really seeking the Lord for it. Mm-hmm. And if, yeah, if I don't seek the Lord for it, it doesn't happen automatically that like you really have right. to love him intentionally and seek the Lord intentionally. Um, and then the people around you, that love will begin to, to contact them. So, um, you know, I think another thing you can do is just sort of try to put Jesus's face on people because <laughs> yeah. he said, you know, if you serve a manager, you're you're working as unto the Lord. Mm-hmm. He said, "If you're serving the least of these, you're, you're giving food and water to me." Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we already said that to hurt His people is to hurt Him. Right? So you can you can do sort of a thought experiment where you see His face on people, mm-hmm. and that doesn't always work, but I mean, it's something that you can. It can mm-hmm. be a reality check for you if you're like, Lord, just you know, I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to do it today. You just start seeing Him in those places, and if you love God and keep His commandments you'll love the children of God. Isn't it
0: strange to you that God put love God and then put the conjunction of and keep his commandments. Is that strange to you in any way? Like that he's tied this whole love thing into and, and and what does that look like in our relationship to people? Because this is how we love God's children, Mm -hmm. right? So you're like, oh, we're, I love you because I'm keeping God's commandments.
1: How well, there's work? only two we really have to
0: keep it's number nine, <laughs> number seven. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God. With yes. All of your heart, soul, mind, strength, power, will, and love your neighbor as yourself. And you boil it down to
2: one. Yeah. Jesus said, Love one another as I have loved you. Yeah. So it is one because he's like, Love the Lord. Is love God and keep His commandments? Is love people? Love God, love others as God mm-hmm. love you. And so if you don't receive love from God, like loving God is a two way street, you're going to receive His love in return. And if you really did, yeah, it should change you towards people. And it's a daily receiving of that love. I like this. I
1: like that. How do you? Yeah. How do you show your love for God?
0: For God, mm-hmm. um, I make every intentional. Uh, attempt, I I guess sometimes attempt, to actually uh, love people.
1: Mm. How do you love people?
0: um, I care for them. I care for them enough to tell them when I believe they're doing something that's taking them away from Jesus. Taking them away from their relationship with him or their potential relationship. And I believe if you don't uh, care for people you aren't showing the pure love of God you're if you're not willing to tell someone that they're great and doing great which is easy that's easy everybody wants it tell me you love me you know <laughs> but willing to tell someone that you know what that that's detrimental to your life or you know you're going off a little here if you're not willing if you don't put if you don't put your relationship on the line with people, then you're really not loving them. Mm-hmm. And Jesus was always willing to love people at, to that degree, to intensely, passionately love them and you know, let them know how great they are. They have greatness and all that good stuff, which we're all good at doing. But he was also willing to speak to them and help correct them. And in that, just like Pastor David was saying earlier, you still get all of God. Because with his correction, there's also his intense love. Mm-hmm. And he's not willing to let you just go astray. And we should not be willing to let someone, a friend, someone we, we're we in relationship with, or just getting to know, we shouldn't be okay with seeing them go just off the deep end. And that's what I, that's how... That's how I look at here on earth, my assignment and where I'm at is that that's who I am. If you're talking about that mm-hmm. and how I, uh, show his love. I think I show it best that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for joining us today. We were getting off into a deep end here and I was <laughs> like, this is going be somewhere good, but, um, we appreciate you, uh, joining in. And, uh, The last thing I want to leave you with is I want to uh, introduce you to our friend Jesus and that he did die and was buried and raised again for you, for you. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And all you need to do is receive that right where you're at today. Just say, that's who he is to me. I accept that. It's very simple. And God, he'll do all the rest. So I want to leave you with that. God bless you all. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to get the latest episode. And for more information, go to SpiritSchoolOfMinistry.com.